Is it that one? I can't remember now. What? Hang oh. on, you're taking the script. Oh, out of order. And yes, I'm recording. Okay. Ooh. Well, we didn't get the and action, did we? It's not a film. Oh, engaged. It's and hello, everyone. This is Tiffany Pierce. We draw the line here. No okay. That's not how it's done. No. How it's, it's done. It's done like this. And hello. This is the main performer, Tiffany Pierce. With no, no. <laughs> I'm nodding at you. Right, here we go. Two okay, and a three, and a two, and a one. Hey, kids! It's your weekly or bi-weekly, actually, hour of geek insanity called Piercing the Veil with me, Robin Pierce, and my co-hosts. Oh wait, I guess I can yay. Me, Tiffany Pierce. What? <laughs> and me, Stephen Pierce, I guess. You're demoted. I'm third. Demoted. Well, what I'm thinking of doing is alternating. You know, we used to have to do this with you kids when you were small. With the car seat, who with got the car shotgun. Seat, who got shotgun. shotgun. So I'm number two. <laughs> well, you were, you will always term. be the firstborn, Steve. You're the floating turd. I'm not the floater. <sighs> Do you know what that just left the room? My will to live. I like humor. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, call it humor with a capital T from Tiff. Anyhow. So, it's been two weeks since we gathered around this microphone. Uh, what have you been up to, Tiff? Yes. Um... <laughs> Uh, Nothing. Oh, okay. Oh, what have oh, you been no, up to? No, no, wow. no, 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 no. <laughs> I have got a dog. And Bo looks up in dismay. You have two like, dogs. Aww. <laughs> Am I being Bo replaced? Bo is still my dog. And you, Bozer. So not if you squeeze her nose oh. like that. No. She likes Stop it. Stop abusing the dog. She Come here, Bo, where it. it's safe. No, she likes right. it. Right, tell us about the dog. Yeah, okay. what breed is it? Because basically what's happening is this time next week, you, Tiffany, Alexandria Pierce... Oh, why do you have the middle naming? ...will have okay, your own Okay, let's middle name house. you, Robin Emlyn Pierce. I will so edit that out. <laughs> and me, Stephen Lee Pierce. Anyhow. All right, MZ. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have your own house. Yes. Yes. I'm very excited. Welcome to the world of debt. Yes. I'm just out of it. Thanks. We're just starting. Yep. Neener, neener. Mm -hmm. And what, four days after you get the house? Five days? Yep. You essentially fill this house with what can only be called small horse. Yeah. Pretty much. Will it even fit into your car? Uh, I'll find out when I pick him up. <laughs> what if he doesn't fit into your car? Then he's going to have to go on the back seat. Uh huh. And how about telling our listener, hello listener, about the dog? So, his name's Boomer. He is a Malaskan Malamute. And he's Three and a half years old. We're rehoming him. Rehoming him. That's yeah. noble. That's a yeah, noble that gesture. Very noble. Yeah. And I don't do this very often, especially with you, 
but I salute you. Oh, thank you. That, that is actually a very noble yeah. thing to do. Yeah, you get respect for yeah. that. Thank you. Enjoy your moments in the limelight yeah. because it won't last. No, it never does. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Steve, what have you been up to? I had a great time at the sci-fi weekend. Though. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Oh. What else have you been up to? I have... Oh. I've been to the cinema this week as well. So have I. In fact, I drove. Indeed you did. Indeed we did. Now, we weren't going to see this movie. Because but we did. The timings were quite... The timings were odd. And we wanted to double bill this with Doctor Sleep, yeah. which we were completely unable to do. Yeah. But... Oh, that's a Stephen King movie, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. Hoping, I still, saw the trailer. Which still, we haven't seen We're yet. still hoping to ah. see. Would you like to see it with us next week? I'm still on a cinema hiatus. Oh, okay. What if your ticket was included? I'm still on a cinema hiatus. Okay, she's right. sticking by yeah. her guns. We'll see what happens when Star Wars comes out. Oh. Or more oh. importantly... She's already came to Frozen. Has she? Yeah. <laughs> it's only cost her ticket and a Frozen mug. Hang on. She will come to the cinema if you pay for her ticket and buy her a frozen beverage container. Wait, I've lost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, actually, you both have. Who buys the popcorn? Oh, I'll buy the popcorn. Oh, you? Wait, I you almost finished that sentence. I don't you. think so. I'm not buying you popcorn. I Why? don't care whether you come with us or not. Well, that's just rude, sir. That is very rude. I, I, I don't. I, wow. I'm not bribing wow. you. Wow. You don't want to like have my company or anything. Oh, don't wow. you turn this? Yeah. Don't you turn this? Shameful. Don't Shameful. you turn this? Look, your if, only daughter, and you couldn't care less. If you come with us to the cinema. You are not allowed to stare, intimidate, or argue with any of the other patrons. Because if we go to the cinema to see Frozen 2, they will be children. Yeah. As long as they're on their best behaviour. Oh. To be fair, children is not the problem. It's the adults that's the problem. Hold on. To be fair, though, when you've had, then there have been children there. Can you guys stop saying, to be fair, when you're obviously being patently unfair? No, children. we're being fair to the children. Children oh. tend to actually be quite quiet when the movie starts. Yeah. Anyway. So we went to see Terminator, Dark Fate. There was a slight niggly little problem where a lady sat near the back yeah. had this hacking cough. Uh, you can't really help that, though, no, can you? No, no. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't wish her dead or anything like that. No. <laughs> But it was like, oh. it was like every time there was a, some dialogue, it was like, eh, eh, eh. and I thought, Jesus, have you got furballs? Furballs. <laughs> Anyhow. Oh. Um, so, Steve, your thoughts on Terminator Dark Fate? I thought it was the Terminator movie we've actually been waiting for, the Terminator 3 we've been waiting for, because I've had issues with Terminator Salvation for years. Because the apocalypse isn't supposed to take place on a nice sunny day. Hang on a second. How do you know that the apocalypse isn't supposed to take place on a nice sunny day? 
How many apocalypses have you lived through? More than you'll know. More than you'll know. I've seen things. Scary things. Yeah. But why can't the apocalypse take place on a nice sunny day? You know when they show you the apocalypse at the beginning of Judgment Day? Yeah. It's a nice sunny day. Yes, it is. Post-apocalypse, it's rainy and bleak, kind of like Wales has been all day today. Yeah. And it's been snowing today. (coughs) Okay. I'm just saying, on the A470, there's been snow. Interesting. But also a weather forecast show. Also... You know, forecast is like four. You tell them before the weather. Well, not during maybe or after. Us. Yeah. What? Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Can Steve talk now? Yeah. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. No. Thank you. Go ahead. Your expert critique on Terminator: Dark Fate continued. I, I don't understand why it's not doing well because. It's a really good movie, and I think the only downside to it is it hasn't been advertised properly, because there's been next to no advertising for it. I think that part of the downfall of it is we're living in a time when there are too many movies, and as a movie fan, I can't believe I'm saying this, but there are too many movies vying for moviegoers' attention, and Joker is still... Weeping everything out of its path. Mm-hmm. Terminator, to me, it was the the third act that yeah. we've been waiting for, as you said. It's a direct sequel to Terminator Judgment Day. And it kind of finishes off that arc. It's very much Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor's movie. Yeah. Um, there are some, some surprising twists. Uh, it posits the idea that, okay, we're past the point where Skynet should have um, but some kind of apocalypse with artificial intelligence turning on humanity will still happen. Because, as many real scientists in the real world tell us, it's almost inevitable. And I, I think as well, you mentioning the Joker. Yeah. One of the downsides is a lot of companies now are expecting movies like The Joker to make that kind of movie because The Joker had a $63 million budget. It's already made $950 million. It's made 15 oh, wow. times its own budget. Yeah. That, that is a fluke. And it's, it's an anomaly yeah. for this time of year. But that doesn't even take into account the revenue it'll generate from DVDs, Blu-ray, 4K, streaming, satellite, cable, network TV. It's it's far from over for Joker. Um, Okay, so out of 10, what would you give it? Out of 10, I would give it an 8. Tell me, hot shot, quick fire question. You're not in this one because you haven't seen the film. Oh, yay. The Terminator movies, all of them in your favourite order. Terminator 2, Terminator 1, Dark Fate, 
Terminator 3, Terminator Genesis, Terminator Salvation. Ooh! I can't remember all those Terminators. So, you prefer the sequel to the original? Yes. For me, it's Terminator, Judgment Day, Dark Fate, Genesis, Rise of the Machines, and Salvation. There's not many films that the sequel beats the original. Okay, name three. Oh, I can't. Like, obviously Jaws is better than Jaws 2. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you, so, you said You're the going sequel. the other way, where the better sequel the is the equal or better of the original. Yeah, there's not many. No, so name them. I can't, because there's not many. <coughs> okay. I would go with Aliens. Mm, I don't know about that. I've not watched all Ali of What? Really? What? What? Actual Aliens. Aliens. And you'd be wrong, sir. And <laughs> you'd be wrong. Um, although Star Wars is my favourite oh. movie, The Empire yeah. Strikes Back is the better movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. So with Alien, there's a, another one on Alien Planet in Aliens. But I think that there's a better growing menace in Alien than Aliens. Okay. Because it seems that one alien can do more damage than a planet of aliens. True, but they don't know what they're dealing with. Yeah. But in aliens, they are specifically going to look for them. It's like Friday the 13th. They seem to be all quite good movies. There's not like, oh, the original is better than all of them. Because they, they seem to be like on the same sort of level. I'm trying to think what else is on the same sort of level. <laughs> He's looking yeah. around my DVD shelves in the dark. In Indiana Jones. I know. Oh, like Temple Iron of Man. Doom is not better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Iron Man. Is they're Iron all... Man 2 better than Iron Man? No, I'm just saying that they're all good. It's not like Iron Man 2 is really bad. It's like they're on, all on par. I would posit to both of you yeah. that Captain America... Winter Soldier yeah. is better than Captain America the First Avenger. I will go take you a step further. Okay. Thor Ragnarok, the third one in the trilogy, oh, yeah. is better than the first two. Ooh, how often do you get the third one to be the best? Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. That's very unlikely. Ooh. Spider-Man 2, better than Spider-Man. Agreed. I kind of like Spider-Man 3 as well. Oh, wow, the silence. What? No, no, that's no, no, that's that's okay. We'll edit that out. Yeah. Wow, rude. Um, Batman versus Superman better than Man of Steel. True. Yeah, but is that really number two? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. It was going to be Man of Steel because too. it begins. There's an overlap, isn't there? Because we see Bruce Wayne seeing the damage that Superman causes in his battle with Zod. From his oh. from the ground level, where innocent people are being injured. I didn't notice. What? Wait, did you sleep for the first fifteen minutes? No. X two better than X Men. Two. There's another one. Huh? Okay. Oh, controversial. Wrath of Khan better than Saturn. Agreed. Agreed, sir. I'm going to go out there, and I can hear our listener weeping already. I would say 
Batman Returns is better than Batman. Batman it's a fantastic Christmas movie. I love it. Batman Returns is more of a Batman movie. Agreed. Because the ba Batman is a Joker movie. Okay. Oh, right. Michael Keaton, Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm with you. Mm, is that the one with Penguin in it? Yes. Even though Michelle Pfeiffer, to me, is not the screen's greatest Catwoman. Who is the screen's greatest Catwoman? Julie Newmar, 1966. Followed by Anna Hathaway. Who basically did the same yeah. thing. She was the Catwoman in Dark But not Halle Berry. Lee Merriweather did well in the Batman movie. In what, sorry? In the Batman movie in 1966. Julie Newmar played her on TV. Lee Merriweather in the movie. Oh, another one that is better. Okay. I think that Ralph Breaks the Internet is better than Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, yeah, because I like that they introduced Wi-Fi to it. Yeah. Yeah, that is better, actually. And I wonder if Frozen 2 is going to be better than Frozen. Well, early word on Frozen 2 is that it is better. Well, who said that? Preview audiences. Yeah. They're already having previews yeah. of it. Yeah. It's out in two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks? Yeah. yeah. That's why I've mentioned <coughs> There are banners all over Cineworld for it. Yes. Oh. But you wouldn't have seen them. <coughs> no. Because you haven't been. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Even though Terminator is my first favourite Terminator movie. Yeah. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, is again, like Empire, clearly a better film. Yeah. Shall we move on? Yes. Okay, now that we've we've had a little bit of silence from Tiff, you and I, Steve, are going to be talking about the Sci-Fi Weekender, where we were last weekend, in a few minutes. But, Tiff? Yeah? You attended a performance of your own this week. I did. Do tell us more. So, it was a local closed-off showing, or showing? Performance? Performance, there we go. What do you mean, closed-off? Um, there was no phones or recording equipment at all. Okay. okay. Um, if you had recording equipment, or if, they were, if you were on your phone during the show, yeah. they would either confiscate you or kick you out. Now, this is a trend. Because I've heard that Madonna is doing exactly the same thing on her concerts next year. I think it's mainly to do with this was um, to test. So I basically went to see Jack Whitehall. And he is a comedian? Comedian, okay. yeah. Um, so we went to see him in Sended um, No Venue Cymru, which yeah. is, what, like an hour away from us? Yes. Yeah. And... So we think that this this is like a pre-shoot before he goes on his proper stand-up tour. So he's just testing it out yeah, on the live audience. Yeah, okay. this is what, yeah. So that's why it was um, like a closed performance because I think some of, if he was getting recorded, then some people might have taken offence to what he was saying. Okay. How was the performance? Oh, it was brilliant. It was really funny. What kind of humour does he do? Um, 
Well, he's recently done a show where on that's on Netflix called Jack Whitehall Travels with His Father. And he brought up his father quite a lot. Um, his father, Michael Whitehall, he's he used to be a... Uh, what's it called? Kind of like... Um, I got the word for it. Well, what does he do? Like a, a like a performance scouter kind of like talent agent. Yeah, talent scout? yeah, something like that. Yeah. So he's quite well known in the industry anyway. Okay. So um, and he's quite prim and proper, yeah. And whenever he does anything or say anything. Jack Whitehall will just, like, use his backup as, well, you sent me to boarding school when I was six years old, so you wouldn't know any better. So he uses that kind of banter quite a lot with him. Um, at one point in the show, he did say, who's came here just to see my dad, Michael Whitehall, and most of the crowd cheered. So his father goes on tour with him? No, he wasn't there. No. So that's what's disappointing. I kind of think, in some ways, you know you were going back to your team with a club I kind of think that that's a good thing because you're more engaged to the show because it's great taking photos, videos, and I don't think they should kick you out. But you're more engaged to the performance because you don't have that barrier between you yeah, and the performer. The in front of yeah, you. but you don't have the souvenir photos to take either uh, home with you, do you? True. Mm. I don't know. It's... I, I, frankly, I don't think that they've got the right to confiscate no. your phone. Not that I would ever go to a Madonna performance again after watching that woman mime for 90 <coughs> minutes a couple of years ago. Um, I, I thought the show was appalling, and she herself, dreadful woman. What a dreadful woman. I saw that show, actually, on Sky. Yeah. And it's the worst concert I've ever seen. Yeah. So do you think she should have stopped in her prime? Yes. Yes, I do. And do you think she's prolonged it a bit? She's prolonged it um, for too long. Um, she was miming. She was, I think, about 40 minutes late getting on stage. Oh, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like, like when that. somebody's no. late. Um, she... Literally berated the audience. I don't like that because either. they were booing and chanting before she came on, and I didn't go there to be insulted by a spoiled diva who should have quit this act years ago. Wasn't there? Um... And if they were near rioting, and if if they if you pay for a performance and you take your phone in, and somebody says, you know, no, 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 hand your phone over. No. By whose authority? Yeah. yeah. But wasn't it in some show? I don't know if it was the Grammys or something like that. She fell. Yeah, she, yeah, did. she did. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody thought that was hilarious. Because she's doing this new show now, and her latest persona is Madame X. And she wears an eye patch. Why? No one knows. No one knows. And she's trying. Nobody really cares. She's trying to keep up with younger singers and she, she's way past the prime mm. yeah just do what you do Madge do what you do don't try and compete do what you do and for the love of God be graceful with it 
Yeah, but it's like Alice Cooper, he does what he does, he's stuck with it, and he's still really famous. Yeah, and all of his concerts sell out. Yeah. There's no new image. He tried in the late 70s, early 80s, to change his image, and it didn't work, and he went back to basically the classic look. Yeah. And that's been it ever since. Mm. Stephen, Sci-Fi Weekender. That was a blast. You'd have loved it. You would have loved it. It was a seven-hour drive there. That's a long drive. It is a long drive, but it was worth it. We got to uh, walk the red carpet. And nobody fell. No, I didn't fall. We were kind of accosted by the nurses from Silent Hill, Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers on our way into the Sci-Fi Awards. both versions of Pennywise. Both versions of Pennywise. Also original and remake. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And we, we had a blast there. Um, I was sitting practically next to uh, Sylvester McCoy when he picked up the award for the best sci-fi weekender Doctor Who. And wow. literally, literally he was as close as you are. You two are. Yeah. All right. Okay. Wow. Um, Fraser Hines was there to pick up uh, an award as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon Bisley, our friend yeah. Simon Bisley, Way. won the best comic book artist at Sci-Fi Weekend Award, He's... but he didn't even know that he'd no. been nominated. <laughs> but he also won the Clanger of Sci-Fi Weekend Award for a hastily put-together band, um, which apparently did an abysmal performance, yeah. where Bisley was on bass playing um, thrash metal. Yeah. Um, Boo Cook was on drums. Um, Glenn Fabry, I think, was part of it as well. Yeah. And the front man was Des Skin trying to quote Shakespeare. <laughs> and his acceptance speeches were phenomenal. Yes. But they can't really be repeated on this. They went along the lines of, wow, this is bleep embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> um, day one, uh, Steve and your mum were wrangling the talent in the green room. Yes. That was a weird experience walking backstage. So what did you have to do? So basically, say you, um, you have guests coming on the stage. Yeah. You would, when they came into the green room, you'd have to make sure they're okay, where they wanted to go next, um, food, drink. You're basically just looking after them while they're in that room. Oh, okay. So kind of away from the crowd. Yeah. Um, <coughs> it's quite weird as well because you'd have performers on stage, yeah, and you had to walk all the way behind them. Um, you know, there's a curtain you weren't seen, but it, it was just an odd experience being backstage. Huh. And cool. one of the cool things, though, was um, I actually got to spend about 10 minutes chatting to Buck Rogers, Gil Gerard backstage. It was a show before your time. Yeah. Oh, okay, it was then. a sci-fi show. Okay. But he was the big guy. Gets frozen, wakes up five hundred years later. Oh, okay. And then. He, he um, 
you find out by talking to him that he's acting as Buck Rogers, and how he's in real life are pretty much the same person. Oh. Um, while this was happening, I was wandering around outside um, the merchandise stands, seeing the opening ceremony. I had some interviews to do. Um, I went on stage and had a chat about Hammer Films and the House of Hammer magazine with Des Skin. I got to interview Sophie Aldred, who was Sylvester McCoy's companion during the latter part of his Doctor Who tenure. Um, got to introduce my fourth film in a row with Tom Payton, the amazing Oh, I do like his you movies. You would love that one. This it's is his best since Redwood oh, a couple like of Redwood. years ago, and this might be better than Redwood. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought it's so. very dark, and it's quite disturbing. Okay. See, what was challenging for me was um, we did Super Saturday, where we normally play Tom's latest film. And yeah. This is the fourth in a row that we've done. And normally, I've seen the film beforehand. So Super Saturday tends to be my second viewing of the film, and I've got my thoughts in order on, yeah. you know, how to present the Q&A and the rest of it. This time, I hadn't. So oh. the first time I ever saw Ascent was literally five minutes before I was on stage talking to a packed so audience about it. How come you didn't get... Oh, it was just one of those things, you know, oh, just right, okay. known. Because usually when you get the disc, we see the disc and then it's never heard of again yeah. because you watch it in your room with the lock on the door. And you yes, can't even come in. Headphones. Yes, because, because I'm sworn to secrecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I observe that. Yeah. Yeah, but we can't even, like, come in. No, I even draw the curtain so you can't peek the lock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, security, security. <laughs> You know, people trust you like that. You, you've, you've got to observe the trust. Oh, yeah. definitely. <clears throat> um, got to do some off-the-cuff interviews as well uh, for Siren Radio with my good buddy Alex Lefchuk um, for the Midweek Drive. We recorded a live uh, Stone Tapes with yeah. Sam Stone and David J. Howe. We had Sophie Aldred, the Doctor Who companion, with us. And we had Eloise Sheehan with us, one of his Alex students from the University of Lincoln. And she came around and did some interviews with us as well. Wow, that sounds really cool. So, yeah, it was indeed. It was indeed. Um, what were your highlights, Steve? I think my highlights this time, one of the main ones, was actually working the event because it was a completely different experience to just you know turning up as a guest because when you're working it you're not waiting around for anything yeah um you know it's not like oh what do i do now there's always something to do and i also thought the traders were fantastic this time they were there was a, a good quality yeah. merchandise I myself walked away with a half-size bust of Max Schreck from the yeah. classic Nosferatu. What were your highlights? 
my highlights um wow i enjoyed going to the sci-fi awards yeah because it's the first time they've done anything like that i very much enjoyed having a chat with des on stage um course, founder of starburst founder of the house of hammer magazine yeah and we've gotten to know des over the years um catching up with simon bisley who's also over the years become a good friend and he suggested after i bought batman uh, a one-off uh drawing of batman from him last year which we had framed that um he should draw joker this time so if simon bisley the biz is offering to draw you the joker don't turn it down and incidentally simon bisley was asking where you were today. And to be fair, my drawing of Harley Quinn beats both Batman and Joker. Oh, I don't know. But when he drew Harley Quinn for you, yeah, he'd only just come off drawing a six-issue mini-series of Harley Quinn for DC, so it was yeah. fresh in his mind. Yeah, yeah, and it was still fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Nicely framed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's already thinking of what he's going to draw next time because. We had such great fun this time, we've decided to do it all again in April. Ooh, what's he going to draw? Well, he did suggest Robin, but I'm not that keen on Robin, so I might get him to draw Judge Dredd. Oh, That would be a cool one. That, that would, would be, be cool. a cool one. Yeah. It was cool getting to interview um, David Warner yeah. as well. Um, very quickly for the radio with Alex, who kindly had me go along with him yeah. and do some audio promenading, yes. as he called it. And those are available on the Southside Broadcasting um, website. So if you Google that and go all the way down um, that left-hand menu and pick the stone tapes, you'll see the Sci-Fi Weekend Special and you'll hear from a lot of the guests, yeah. including myself. I was interviewed for the radio. Yes. Did it feel weird being interviewed? You know, it did. Because you're usually the interviewee. Is that how you say That's it? That's correct. No yeah. interviewer. Uh, yeah, you're the... Uh, this time I was the interviewee. There we go. I always get them mixed up. And as interviewer, you kind of You kind of run the show. It. Yeah. Yes. As interviewee, you're at the mercy... And let me tell you, it's no secret, Alex can be a little mischievous sometimes when he's an interviewer. Oh. He will try and catch me out. He will try and catch me out on a live broadcast. But that's what you do to us on the podcast yeah. all the time. That's because I've learned from the best, oh. Alex. Okay. Now then, moving swiftly along... We have some news. Yes, we do. Um, I don't know if you want to give yours first, Steve, your news item. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. So, Tess. Hello. Yes, Tess. Yes. Um, something is becoming available that you really want. What is that? It comes out... On the 31st of March. Okay. 
That's your clue. Yes. 31st of March. Yes. 2020. Something that you really want. I've already registered. Oh, oh, it's Disney. Streaming Disney. Yes. It is, coming, it is coming to the UK. Is it? March 31st, 2020. And you subscribe, so subscribe for it. <laughs> oh, look how, how excited she is. You subscribe. I have registered for two accounts. What do you mean, two? Me. Two. One for me, one for him. Yeah. What? Why? No, three. What? What? Why would you need three? I want one. We'll get your own. No. Right. I can get four, okay. but what I'm going to do, and I think this is a great idea. Yeah. I will give you the username. Uh-huh. That morning it subscribed. The password can be Easter present. What? Easter. I'll send you images. Now, when is Easter? You too. <laughs> I'm going to get Boomer to eat you. You can have it early. Well, <laughs> if the dog eats him, you're never going to get your password, are you? Well, I'll get... Boomer to pin him down. When is Easter? I don't know. I, don't know. I think it's that weekend. Is it? Oh, okay. Like March. Do you know like when? Yeah, the end of March. So you're getting it anyway. Oh, okay. That's when it launches, months, as far as we're aware, it launches on the same day that they release The Mandalorian, the Star Wars tie-in series about the bounty hunter, the Fate Western. Who may or may not be Django Fett, or may or may not be Boba Fett. We don't know. He's dressed in the clothing. I, I, I think it might be Boba. Don't tell me you haven't heard of the Mandalorian. No. Oh, Tiff. Why are you on this broadcast? Because <coughs> you told me I'm on it. Well, no. You told me <laughs> you were on it. I, I have a theory. I think it's Boba Fett. Because in the trailer, it's got the classic Stormtroopers. Okay. And if it was Django... Not the Clone Troopers. It would be a Clone Trooper. Okay. Right then. Big talk coming from a guy who didn't know until last night that they've changed the Millennium Falcon's dish again from the rectangular one that we saw in The Force Awakens classic circular one that we saw in the trailer last night in front of Terminator. Big talk from someone who was going to get a coffee but had to walk back because he saw Lucasfilm. <laughs> I wasn't going to miss the trailer. On the oh, no, I wouldn't either. Right. Uh, other news. How do we feel about this? They've announced a fifth Scream movie. Oh, I kind of saw that, actually. You know when you're kind of, like, scrolling through, and yes. then you just kind of see um, the, the screen face, and then I kind of carried on scrolling. <laughs> now, I have deep and dire problems with it. <sighs> why? Why? Uh... And, no, I'm trying to think, like, okay. would that Number one. Fine? Number one. Yeah. Wes Craven, the director of The Last Four, has passed away. Yes. Number two, Kevin Williamson, who's written, I think, three out of the four of them, he isn't involved. 
keep it in four. Well, he didn't finish three, did no. he? So he's written maybe three and a bit. We don't know if the original stars are back, so will we be seeing Sydney, Gail Weathers, Deputy Dewey? Um, and I don't know where they'd go with it. I Because the first Scream was a self-aware horror film. The kids knew what was going to happen because they watched horror films just like it. The second was basically a knowing kind of commentary on sequels. The third was a knowing commentary on trilogies. Then there was a very long gap. The fourth brought back the original cast and was a commentary on reboots. See, I, Where can they go? See, I, why I yeah. like the Scream 4 is that Ghostface kind of became celebrated in an urban legend. Exactly. Because, they were actually celebrating it. Yeah, because that had happened years ago. Whereas now, you're not going to have the same dynamic. No, no, you're not. No. Leave it leave it at 4. To Yes. Uh, yeah, I just don't know where they'd go with it. Like, how are you going to make this interesting? It can't be just another horror movie. No. Because the original four, they have a point to them. Their commentary on the nature of horror movies themselves, while themselves being a horror movie, but they don't lapse into parody. Because Scream has something to say. That's yeah. the whole point of Scream. Yeah. We're looking at Tiffany yeah. to see if she has anything to add. I really don't. Enjoy this moment, dear <laughs> listener. Yeah. Tiffany is actually speaking. Oh, this happened no. once before on March the 31st, 2007. What? <laughs> Just making it oh, up. Okay. I, was like, what? I don't remember being quiet. <laughs> Ever. Silence will also continue when there's this slight delay in giving the password for Disney Plus. Oh, yes. That'll be delightful. I'll nickel cripple you. Oh. You know that doesn't play well on the radio. Uh, they can hear so, his screams of anguish. So how, <laughs> how early will he be over when that launches? Me and Boomer will be up quite early. Are you going to take a day off? I, am. I don't know. I am. Yeah, me too. You're already off. You don't count. I'll be watching. I'll be watching with my cereal. <laughs> That's a hurtful thing to say that I don't count. <laughs> Without don't. me, you wouldn't even be here. Remember, my genes run strong in you. Look at your forehead. Look at your overbite. Look at the colour of your hair. Help can talk. Yes. Now you can explain that. Yeah, to our listener who doesn't speak well. Oh, um, I don't even know what the literal is. Basically, a five-finger forehead. Yeah. Or a four-finger forehead. Um... You just said breadhead. Yes. Yeah, you but it, bread it, yeah. You call me breadhead. Yeah, loafhead, but it makes sense in Welsh. No, it, won't it make doesn't. Welsh. It, it won't make well. It won't make sense in English. 
It's like one of those translations that if you say it in Welsh, they're like, oh yeah, I know what you talk about. But if you say it in English, yeah, you do. I've never heard that before. Yes, you have. Of who? Both me and Dad. We always say Talpan Pors. Since when? Dad. <laughs> Dad. What have I been? Dad. I, I, yes, dear. D- don't yes, dear me. What was that, dear? <laughs> we have said that before. I can't recall. Oh, yes, you can. You're lying. Oh. Ow. You, you punched me on my tattoo. Oh, well. At least it's here Fine. this time. You can yeah, have the password true. and the username. All right, then. Parental control will be on your account. No, it yes. won't. I'll be able things. to go on the settings and undo no, no, that. No, no, no. We will decide what you can see. No, it'll be, oh, I think that's it'll a bit. Anything that's good on Playhouse Disney, you may watch. I still love Playhouse Disney. What? Oh, and incidentally, Raven will be blocked. That's, that's so right. Raven. That'll be blocked. Yeah. That'll just be deleted from the server. Why? Um, I don't want that on my service. Wow. You know, it's, um... When I was talking to Sophie Aldred at the Weekender, I kept re- trying to figure out there was a, a puppet show that she was in, and she would do these like a cooking segment with with a glove puppet that right. she was um, reacting to. And I remember walking into the lounge where you two were watching it, and I thought, "Wow, that's." Ace from Doctor Who doing a cooking show and I couldn't remember for the life of me what that was called and when we had like a private moment away from the microphones I I asked her you know what was that show that you did cooking with I feel kind of confused and I thought oh god I've I've got to mix up with somebody else <laughs> a, you know, an idiot of myself. And she said, Oh, I remember that one. You know what? I'd forgotten all about it. It was for Playhouse Disney or Disney or... Yes, it was for Disney. I can't remember what it was called either. <laughs> I, I kind of remember it because they had to go into this, like... Um, I don't remember it. The den kind of thing. You, you were... About two or three. Oh, well, I don't remember. It, it was I? basically when Disney, when Playhouse Disney ruled the lounge. Oh boy, that was that went on for years. If it Bear and the Big Blue House was on, you, you were. Oh, there. I love Bear and the Big Blue House. I introduced you to that. Yeah, but he used to scare me because I didn't oh, by, like by sniffing. Yeah, I didn't like the fact that his nose would go to the screen, and then he knew that I smelt nice. What about when Boomer did that to you? Oh, right in your okay. face. That, that's okay. I'm used to it then. Right then. Okay. I'm going to go to another news item, and it's it's something that actually kind of gladdened my heart to hear. Um, Carrie Fisher's brother, the late Carrie Fisher's brother. Um, has been talking about um, his sister and her part in Star Wars. And I have long had a problem with Last Jedi. because I felt that they had painted themselves in a corner and the film was kind of 
the third trilogy. One of my main problems was the Princess Leia floating around in space. Okay? Okay. And I nagged about this for ages. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, of course, sadly, Carrie Fisher passed away just after completing filming her part in the film. Yeah. Now then, here we go. The uh, I'm reading this from uh, msn.com on the computer. Original plans for the character would have seen Leia revealed to be the last Jedi, according to Carrie brother. Okay? Yeah. Um, two of the Star Wars The Last Jedi's most memorable moments, whatever your take on them, involve some incredible uses of the Force. One being Luke's projecting himself across the galaxy to face the entire First Order on Crate. The other is Leia's ability to shield herself from the vacuum of space and float back to her capital ship. The scene I have a problem with. Yeah. Um, that said, while Rian Johnson's space opera showed us the amazing feats that a master of the force like Luke could accomplish, it didn't really delve into how Leia learned her own force abilities. Now, according to Carrie Fisher's brother, Todd Fisher, the original direction for the upcoming saga closer, The Rise of Skywalker, would have revealed much more about Leia's connection to the Force and the Jedi. In fact, Leia was originally meant to be the last Jedi after Luke's last stand in The Last Jedi, and she would have had her own lightsaber. Um, This is not the first time someone with knowledge of Episode 9 has said that the movie would have put a greater emphasis on Leia's role in the saga. Back in 2017, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy told Vanity Fair that Leia would have been the central focus of The Rise of Skywalker. And I quote... The minute she finished filming The Last Jedi, she grabbed me and said, I'd better be at the forefront of nine, Kennedy said, because Harrison was front and centre on seven, Mark is front and centre on eight. She thought nine would be her movie, and it would have been. So, basically, with the floating around in space, what they were beginning to go towards is the reveal in 9 that Leia was the most powerful Jedi of them all. And that she didn't actually need a lightsaber, she was just that powerful. But she was going to have an epic lightsaber battle in 9. Now, they have 8 minutes of footage that they didn't use for The Force Awakens. Um, Fisher said of the process of bringing the sister back to the movie they grabbed every frame and analysed it and then reverse engineered it and got it into the story the right way so she will be in 
The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. But the Skywalker being referred to in that title was, of course, Leia. Right. Because she's Luke's sister. Yeah. So, hearing this has actually made me kind of reappraise uh, how I feel about The Last Jedi. And with that in mind, I'm, I'm kind of like just taking my objections away, sealing them and chucking them into a black hole, never to be seen or heard of again. Yeah. Because it, it all makes yeah. sense now. Agreed. It does, yeah, definitely. With that in mind, what do we want to see? What, how do we think that they're going to solve the problem? Is Ray now going to be somehow the last Skywalker? I don't think I don't think they'll do that because I think that'd be kind of two on the nose. Yeah. How about if somehow, and I, I have no spoilers. Yeah. I have no access to spoilers. This is purely conjecture on my part. Okay. Yeah. There is another Skywalker. Yeah. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What if? He redeems himself, and he becomes yeah. the last Skywalker. If there's in a trailer, it showed Rey with a red lightsaber and in black Sith robe. Yeah. What if they actually do a complete 180, and in the end... Kylo Ren is actually the Jedi that saves everyone. Yes, that would work. I could see that happening, actually. <coughs> well, you can't, because you're not going to the cinema. I'll go to see that. Oh, okay. That too, then. <laughs> <laughs> and oddly enough, they are the two that we thought would bring her back. Yeah. Both Disney's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it has to be Disney, doesn't it? So... <laughs> I have a quick shot question for you. Yeah. The current eight Star Wars films, in order, please. Your favourite order. So I don't have to actually title them. Can I say one, two, three, four, like that? Just number. Well, you're not going to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, I'm not. Okay. Um. What's your favourite? Um. My least favourite is one. Phantom, Phantom Menace. Menace. Or the pod racing. I just think the little kid's a bit too whiny. And you know yes, okay. he is. Yeah. He is whiny. Yeah. And that was a terrible performance. Yeah. It's the worst thing about it. <coughs> yeah. People think it's Jar Jar Binks, but no, it's the kid. It's the kid, yeah. And that film is not the worst thing ever made, because, in my view, because it gave us pod racing. And it gave us Duel of the Fates, Darth Maul. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. And to be honest. And the coolest use of a lightsaber ever. Just ram it yeah. into a blast door and melt your way through and it. And the original plan for that trilogy, the Phantom Menace, was actually supposed to be Jar Jar. Yeah, that's a popular right. thing that I've read on. Life. Because in the some of the things you see him do in the Phantom Menace... It clearly shows that he has force powers. Yeah. Because of the misdirection they keep using. Yes. So which number is when Darth Vader 
admits to Luke that he's his father. That's the Empire Strikes Back, episode five. Five. Oh, I remember that. I do like that. That is just uh, one of those (coughs) oh my god scenes, aren't they, really? Yes. Yeah. And the fact that Mark Hamill, during that moment, why did he not win an Oscar? Because his face practically melts with emotion and he gives full-blown snot sobs. Oh, God, So is five your favourite? I think it would be, yeah. And one's your least favourite? Yeah. Okay. Um... Uh, I don't know how it goes. I think maybe New Hope would be my l- then it'd be one then New Hope. I don't know what number New Hope is again. Four, four. Yeah. And then I'm sorry. I'm doing it kind of like backwards. I'm kind of like <coughs> thinking what's my least favorite, most favorite as well. Um. I better make a note of yes. So I can't remember. Five, four. No, four is one. Four is the one. It goes. Five is my favorite. Yes. And then my least favorite is one. Yeah. Then it's number four. As my least, least favorite. favorite. Yeah. Four is your least favorite. Okay. So. Okay. Um. How many do I have to name now? You've got another three to... Uh, you've named three, you've got five to go. To go one, four... You like Ewoks? Yes, I do. That's Return of the Jedi, that's five. I've already said that's my favourite. No, no, that's six. Five. Six is the one with Ewoks. Yes. Oh, yeah, six. Okay. Um... Seven. Oh. Wait, uh, six is your favourite, right? What's your favourite? Let me write it. I'm going to have the pad, please. <laughs> because I don't understand your order. Thank you. Right, while she's doing that, Steve. Star Wars, original Star Wars, episode four, call it what you will. Yeah. New Hope, call it Star Wars, call it whatever. That's my favourite. Yeah. It's not the best film, but it's my favourite. Because... It's entirely self-contained. Agreed. Okay. So it A New Hope, followed by The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Followed by... Ooh, now we get... Hmm. The Force Awakens. Yeah. Followed by Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Followed by... Um, oh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Followed by Phantom Menace. Yeah. Last Jedi. Yeah. Attack of the Clones. Okay. That's mine. Yours. Right. (coughs) Empire. Yes. Star Wars. Right. Sith. Okay. Force Awakens. Yeah. Return of the Jedi. Right. 
Phantom Menace. Okay. Attack of the Clones. Yes. Last Jedi. Okay. <coughs> Tiff. Okay. Up until tonight and reading that yeah. news story, Jedi would have been my last. Yeah. It's, it's been redeemed. Yeah. So I've gone number... So my favourite is... And then it's obviously going down. Yeah. So it's five, six, seven... Two, three, eight, four, one. I can't so remember the names. Empire Strikes Back in front. Okay, Empire. Yeah. Uh, six, that would be Revenge of the Sith. Return of the Jedi. Return of Jedi. Oh, yes, Return of the Jedi, sorry. Yeah. Seven, Force Awakens. Yeah, there we go. <coughs> yeah. Two. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Three. Revenge of the Sith. Eight. Last Jedi. Four. Star Wars. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought four was Star Wars. Star no, Wars. One yeah, was Star Wars. Hope. One is Phantom Menace. Oh, okay then. That's how it is. Right. I need to rewatch him because it's been ages since I've watched Star him. Star Wars is close to the end. Yeah, it is. Last but one. I never thought that Last would happen. Last Jedi was beaten, has beaten Star Wars. And you know what? I don't think there's a better note for us to finish this catastrophe of a show. Yeah. Wow, I just need to re-watch them. Thank you very much. It's been a few years. I might change my mind. Okay. Well, you want to see so I'm going to keep this list. I'm going to re-watch them, and then I might come back to you. Okay. Okay. Have you got them on disc? Yeah, but they're all boxed away at the moment. Okay. Have you seen Solo yet? I will, I will. Have you seen Solo yet? No, I've not seen Solo yet. Oh, boy. Right. Um, So, until the next time, saying goodbye to you is... Me, Stephen Pierce. May the Force be with you. Me, Tiff Pierce. Ta-da. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and me, Robin Pierce, reminding you to stay low, stay sharp, and stay safe. <laughs>